Welcome to Rock Your Reinvention, the show for high-achieving career women who refuse to settle for mediocrity and aren't afraid to take bold action. This is a place where you can authentically show up, where every dream and goal can be validated and achieved. Hi, I'm your host, Karen Freeland, a certified life reinvention coach, speaker, and award-winning author. I'm here to give you the tips, tools, and strategies to help you shift your mindset, build your confidence, and take meaningful actions so you can rock your reinvention. Ready to go from stuck to thriving? Let's go. First things first, I want to give a big shout out to the women in my Facebook group, Successful Working Women Rocking Reinvention. Those of you that voted for this topic to be my next show, thank you so much. I'm excited to create content that you want. And if you want to have a say in the podcast, make sure you join our supportive community inside Successful Working Women Rocking Reinvention. So go do that today. This timing could not have been more perfect for an episode on the signs from the universe. Last night, a childhood friend sent me a message on Instagram. She said that her friend had had a dream that she had a new job and that had the word duck in it. Okay, don't worry, keep following me. So she's scrolling along on Instagram and all of a sudden she sees my post about fill your own cup, right? And having hobbies and things for yourself. And there's a picture of me on a bike right in front of a sign that says, get this, welcome to Duck, North Carolina. So she's like, whoa, wait a second, what is this? She starts connecting those dots and she thought that I might have the answer to her search for remote work between her entrepreneurial ideas. She believed that I either had the answer for her or I was going to be able to point her in the right direction. Now, of course, I invited her to join my Facebook group and to post in there and, you know, I'm going to be on the lookout for her. But the crazy thing is that that was not the picture I was going to use originally. This was from back in July when we were at the beach for a week. It's an older photo, and I was planning on sharing something a bit more recent of me gardening. But my husband sent me that picture, and I made this last-minute change, which is so interesting. I don't know why I did, but maybe it was so my friend could see this post and make that connection and come into my community and into my world, and I could make some connection for her. That awareness and ability to make those kinds of connections is exactly what I mean by listening to the signs from the universe. And I know you're probably thinking, how do we do that? And don't worry, I'm going to give you my tips for that in just a second. But I know some of you may be a little apprehensive. This might feel a little, I don't know, woo for you. And I get it. I had some of those same feelings initially. And I talk a lot about that in my book grab life by the dreams. Some of you may also have religious views that either make this easier or harder to implement. So I would invite you to use the word that makes the most sense for your spiritual beliefs. So for me, when I say the universe, I'm thinking God, that's my higher power, right? But you might be thinking like mother nature or the source, whatever that word is for you, go ahead and swap that out as you're listening to this, okay? want you to all be comfortable here to bring your beliefs to the table. Now, you also might be wondering, why would the universe or your higher power bother to send you signs? Like, why does the universe even care? 
why would they it take time out of its busy day, right? Creating and making all things work to make sure that you have a sign or see that sign. Well, I believe that you were given a unique purpose and that universe has a vested interest in you living your purpose. Look, you're here for a reason. And the sooner we get you to live that reason and get more in alignment with that reason, the happier you're going to be, but also the better off the world will be too because of that ripple effect, the impact that you're going to have on so many other people when you are living your uniquely designed purpose. And let me just say one more note about this too. Purpose changes, right, over the seasons of our lives. So you might be in a place right now where you're stuck and you don't know where your purpose is. Or you might be like, this is like purpose number three for me. And that's okay. I want you to know that these seasons are going to come and go and your purpose is going to change and morph over time. But I think, I know, I know this to be true. The universe will attempt time and time again to nudge you in the right direction. And I don't think you ever really miss your shot. Like, I don't think the universe would, that'd be cruel, right? Like, just like, oh, well, you didn't see my sign. Good luck. Better luck next time. Like, I truly believe you will keep getting those signs until you hear it and move in the right direction. All right. So here's my tips for how you can start to see and recognize the signs from the universe. And for starters, friends, you've got to start to reduce your distractions So often, the media that we are bombarded with is actually making it harder for you to see the signs, either because you're too busy now comparing yourself to everyone else and allowing society's image of success or what pretty is or what good looks like, that's clouding your thinking. Or because you're just so busy, you don't have time to even hear your own thoughts You don't have time to read the signs or see what's coming up in front of your face, right? Even if they're flashing right in front of you, you're going to be too distracted to really recognize them and tune into that. So what can you do? I'm a big fan of driving without any music. And my car time is like my sacred time. I love to blast me some music and just put the windows down and get on that open road. Like, I love that. But I have to consciously take time to say, you know what, for this drive, this commute home today from taking the kids to school, I'm not going to listen to any music. I'm going to tune into my thoughts. I'm going to see if there's any signs out here that I could be missing otherwise. Maybe you want to try setting a timer for five minutes and just being completely still and silent. Maybe go to your room or in the bathroom, like wherever you have a little peace and quiet, no phone, no distractions. And just be alone with your thoughts. Where do they tend to take you? If you're open to it, you can start monitoring your own social media and device use. Do you need to stop scrolling for several hours on TikTok? Can you back it down to 30 minutes? Giving yourself time to decompress and truly allow whatever is happening around you to soak in. I know a lot of people... And I was so guilty of this. And I don't mean guilty in like a, you're guilty. But, you know, I did this a lot when I was in corporate. I'd be on the couch and I would literally have the TV on, a laptop in my lap because I'd be checking emails or doing work. And I'd have my cell phone in my hand just in case checking text messages or whatever else would be coming in. That is a lot of noise. And if you're doing that and you're laughing right now going, oh, Karen, that's me. You're not alone. But just that awareness of how plugged in you are 
can you start to back that down? Are you willing to set boundaries for yourself so that you can be more present and in tune with your thoughts? We had company a while ago. They came for a visit and I, we don't we don't have TV, we don't have cable, but they hooked up some app so that they could watch movies while they were here. I kid you not, that TV was on from the time they woke up until the time they went to bed. And by the end of the vacation, I was so overstimulated, right? Like I could barely even hear myself think. I needed a complete detox from background noise. Like I don't I don't like having a lot of background noise because then I can't hear my thoughts. I just I need time for silence and I think if you start to give yourself breaks from media and breaks and give yourself silence, you are going to start to see the connections that the universe is sending you. So that's tip number one. Tip number two, start looking for the silver linings. Unfortunately, the signs we get are not always fun and sexy. I mean, I wish they were, but it turns out that's not life. So it's an unrealistic expectation if you think every sign is going to be great. So we're just going to acknowledge that right up front because I don't want anyone being like, hey, you said the signs were going to be good. They're not always good. Let me give you an example. I had a client and she was just struggling, struggling to land her next job. Look, she's crazy talented. She had a resume writer. She had a recruiter working for her, like all the things that you would need to get your next role. She had a great network, like she put in the work applying to the jobs. We started exploring this in our sessions and I'm like, you know, maybe the universe has other plans for you. And so guess what? She finally decided she's going to ramp up her own business. She's like, you know what? Why not explore this? If I'm not going to be making revenue with a traditional job, then I'm going to do something on my own. Now she doesn't want to go back to work because she's doing so well on her own. She wasn't getting the jobs because the universe knew it had something better in store for her. Think about that for a second. What silver linings have you been experiencing lately? What silver linings could you find in some of your circumstances? And here's the thing. All you have to do is decide it's a silver lining for it to be a silver lining. So there's no gatekeeper. There's no silver lining checker that's like, I don't really know if that's a silver lining. As long as you say it is, it is. So what could you make your silver lining? Okay, tip number three. I think we get sent a lot of signs through the people in our lives. So back in 2016, I was chief of staff for a president. I have probably shared this or will share this many times over the course of the show because it was really a big step in my career. And as I was working for this president, you know, it dawned on me that he was writing a book and I had started a book several years earlier, but never really did anything with it. Well. Fast forward to 2019, I decide to reach out to him and say, hey, I'm writing a book. It's official now. I'm like, going to do this thing. I need an editor. You know, could you introduce me to your agent and other people? And he did it graciously. And that is how I landed my first editor. So I firmly believe the only reason that I was chief of staff was so that I would meet the president and he would later in turn get me to my editor. Can you make those connections for yourself? What are the people in your life showing you, teaching you? Who can they connect you to? Your network is there for a reason. And I see so many people who are scared to tap into their network. Like they don't want to ask them for things. 
what is the point of having a network if you can't leverage them? Obviously, you can't be take, take, take all the time. You got to give too. But, you know, don't be afraid to tap into these people and ask for favors or at the very least share what you're looking for and where you're trying to go and what you're trying to do. That's also how I got my first business coach. I reached out to someone. He was a CEO of a vendor that we had used a lot in my career, and I had developed a pretty good relationship with him. He ended up introducing me to my first business coach. And it was just, he's like, oh my gosh, I didn't know you wanted to do coaching. I know somebody who helps women like you set up their coaching business. I mean, it was so perfect, but he would never have been able to make that connection if I didn't have the audacity and the confidence to share my intentions and my dream and what I wanted to go do next. So look for the signs from people in your life. The next thing I'll say, tip number four, is through those synchronicities. And these synchronicities are often things that only we can connect, right? Because we assign it a special meaning to it. This might be something like a pattern or a word that continually comes up or a number. Just like my friend saw the word duck and instantly was compelled to reach out to me, What are those things in your life, those words, those numbers that are popping up over and over that you can make that connection to? Maybe it's even a specific animal that might mean something to you. I don't know, like a spirit animal or something. I was at a church event recently. It was the newcomers social. And I was chatting with this man and his family. And he was mentioning how he was done with the rat race. He didn't want to do the grind anymore, riding the train. They had moved here to Greenville. And we're just talking along. And it happened to come up that I'm an author and that my new book is going to be coming out. And he said, oh, that's great. How many pages is your book? Kind of a random question, but okay. And my first thought was to say about 300. But out of nowhere, I just blurted out the exact number. I go, 324. And he's like, whoa, Karen, you're blowing my mind. And I'm like, why? Was this mind blowing? I mean, 324 pages, it's not short, but I couldn't understand what he was talking about. And he went on to tell me a story about how he had lost his son when he was younger. And the way that his son communicates to him is through the number, yes, you guessed it, three, two, four. What are the chances that I would say 324? Now, that number meant absolutely nothing to anyone else at the table. But to him, it was that exact number that he needed to hear at that moment that let him know, I believe, that his son was there with us. You know, like he was there in spirit. His whole family was there together for this event. And I thought that was just really beautiful. And so sometimes, you know, the science from the universe isn't even like you need to go do this thing or be compelled to do something. Sometimes it's just a reassurance or a validation that you're doing the right thing. You made the right choice. And so, you know, take that story as you will. But I just thought that was so interesting and such a perfect example about how even a number can mean something. So now that you have seen the signs, guess what? You need to be ready to start acting on them. And I know that that can feel really scary, but that's where a coach can come in handy. You might get a sign that you should quit your job, right? And I'm not saying you should walk into tomorrow to your job and say, here's my two weeks, right? You probably would want to have a plan and have something else to replace or subsidize your income. And that's what I do is I help my clients discern those signs and think through the next steps so that they can bring it to fruition until they're strong enough 
to do it on their own. And I think a lot of us don't act on the signs that we're giving because they are often inconvenient truths, right? Take leaving corporate, for instance. That was a sign I'd been receiving for years, but that also meant no more six-figure salary. It was really scary. And so I want to acknowledge that, right? I want to acknowledge that it may be uncomfortable to go after these signs and to explore them further and take those steps. But here's what I also know. It might be uncomfortable now, but if it is really a sign that you are meant to hear and see, it might get a lot more uncomfortable. It could get worse. And if you listen to episode one with Dr. Kristen Donnelly, you know, she talked about how she got to the point where she wasn't listening to any of the signs of burnout and she ended up sick and out of commission for weeks. So I want to invite you to start being present to and seeing those signs earlier and explore them on your terms. I mean, after all, you owe it to yourself, right? The universe gave you this purpose for a reason. Let's start paying attention to it and following in those steps. Okay, so here's tip number five, seeing the signs in music. I can't tell you how many times I've gotten in the car and heard the right song at the right time. And sometimes the best way for our higher power to get our attention is through the media we're consuming. And for me, that's often music. Now I know for some of you, you're like, wait, didn't you just tell me to be silent in the car? And didn't you just tell me not to listen to music? Look, it's all about balance, right? If you're always listening to music and you never have that silent time, then yes, I want you to back down some of that music. But sometimes we're going to be listening to music anyway, and it's like, okay, what is this song trying to tell me? Why did this come on the radio right now for me to hear? And so perfect example, the other day I was getting ready for my book launch event for Grab Life by the Dreams, and about three hours before the event, I get an email from the bookstore and my PR rep letting me know that the books had not arrived in time. I was gutted. I mean, I had been looking forward to this event so much. I have 21 people coming out for this event, expecting to walk home with their book in hand, and I've got nothing for them. So I was crazy panicked. And to, you know, say I didn't throw myself a little pity party would be a lie. I was really, really upset. But I knew that there was nothing I could do about it. And I called UPS and was trying to like track down the books. I'm like, I'll drive to you like anything. Well, anyway, I couldn't get them. So I get in the car to go because I'm like, well, at least I can make five little goodie bags, you know, of giveaways of things, note cards and Dove chocolates. And because, you know, Dove chocolates has those amazing little inspirational things on them. And so I put together these five little goodie bags. And as I'm getting in the car to go do this, This song comes on, Matthew Parker and Xander Salos. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing Xander's last name right, but anyway, it's called Ebb and Flow. Never heard this song before. And the first two lines out of the song are, because everyone has bad days and everyone has sad days. Like that's the part I literally get in the car and turn it on and that's the song and the part of the song that comes on. And I'm like, whoa, okay, you've got my attention. I'm listening what are you trying to tell me? What's the message I'm going to get from the song? And then it goes on to say, I don't have it under control. I'm learning to just let it go and go with the ebb and the flow. And I'm like, all right, fine universe. I hear you. I'm going to let this go. There's nothing I can do about it. I don't have control over this and we're just going to ebb and flow with it. And It really brought me such a peace in that moment to just go, okay, we're going to just breathe through this and make the most of it. And it's going to be fine. 
And it truly was fine. I mean, everyone at the event was like, no big deal. Cool. Well, we'll be looking forward to the book when we get it. And we had a great time. Now, as I was leaving, I grabbed out one of the Dove chocolates that I had left over and I unwrap it when I get to my car and go to eat it. And this is what the inside said. When life doesn't go right, go left. I was like, oh my gosh, that's so me. Like I would say that to somebody else, but yet it was that little sign that I needed. So not only does it come through music, but also through Dove chocolates. I don't get paid by Dove, but Dove, if you're listening, we should talk. I feel like our brands would be aligned, but you all have signs like this in your life, but you're shooing them away or you're downplaying them. Like, oh, that's just, you know, that's what Dove chocolates say. They're always inspirational. No big deal. Or yeah, that song could have come on it to anyone right now. Maybe it wasn't for me. And it's like, no, I want you to start amplifying those signs for yourself, putting them under the spotlight and really examining them so that you can take targeted action and react to them in the way that they're meant to serve you. So recapping the five ways to really listen and hear the signs from the universe. One, reduce those distractions. Two, look for the silver linings. Three, seek those signs from the people in your life. Number four, search for the synchronicities. And number five, listen for them in music. I really hope that you heard something that you needed to hear today. Maybe the show was the sign that you were looking for. So for today's action item, it's another journaling exercise. And I want you to reflect on this question. What's one sign you've been ignoring and why? Don't forget the why. The why is very important to give you some additional insights. One sign you've been ignoring and why, answer that, and I think that you're going to get some much-needed clarity. Well, that does it for episode four, ladies. If you want to learn more about listening to the signs from the universe, be sure to check out my latest book, Grab Life by the Dreams. Order your copy at karenfreeland.com forward slash dreams. That's karenfreeland.com forward slash dreams, Karen with an I. And in the meantime, stay fabulous. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you're inspired to take action by committing to one of the tips or strategies we talked about in today's episode. And if you want accountability and support, I've got your back. Join my private Facebook group, Successful Working Women Rocking Reinvention today. You'll find a community of like-minded women waiting to support you exclusive content, and helpful resources to ensure you succeed. Lastly, if you loved this episode, do me a favor and be sure to leave a review. Together, we can encourage more women to live their purpose. See you next time.